When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Lousy Action Jackson. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. 105.7 HD2. Why'd you do it fluffy on the porch? No ox, Tim. Sorry. That was a music line. And if he's not there, Doug. Good dog good. fluffy. Well, we learned what you say is hello. Old friend. Hello. That's what you say. Right I'm just having some technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. No. You sharpshooting me, dog? No, no. Yeah, no, was no. Sh- I already forgot about the hello. We're already, we're already back. Oh yeah, so there's no <laughs> ox. So like, I know you can't hear Fluffy playing by Ween. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on air that we're back. Hello again, everybody. What did you say, Jackson? Hello. 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 After six seconds of dead silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was, if you weren't paying attention, you didn't even notice anything had gone wrong. Yeah, so right. It was seamless. It was. Yeah, it was seamless. That's what it was. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour here. Even though President's Day is over, appliance discounters still has their President's Day sale going on. They're clearing out that 80,000-square-foot warehouse. Go online at theappliancediscounters.com, and you can go a-shopping. For a great deal at the appliances counter sponsor of our eight o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Mungan Ass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. We can't yet. Iggy's not here. Iggy is. We had a six-minute oh. break, <laughs> <laughs> the longest we've ever had in our entire Hubbard career. He's probably waiting. Here he comes. Is that right? Here he comes. Oh, here he's sauntering in. Okay, we're trying to do this. He won. Mungan Ass so Yeah, it's Iggy's box. So what are they three and three oh. on the year now? Three and three on the year. Yeah. Okay. Losing money, hemorrhaging money. Well, money. I have to pick randomly, so, you know, it's not on me. I, I I want to help the kids. Well, hopefully, I'm the only one that's won money this year, so. No, Doug's won. Yeah. Oh, has he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have won the same amount of money. So that was wrong. Hopefully my DraftKings comes up today and doesn't ask me for a password. You forgot I, your password? I changed it, but I forgot what I changed it to. Okay. Well, you're going to have to come up with six names anyway. Well, I got six names. It was okay. I could have picked out of a box. This roster. Well, that's what I have to do every week. Yeah, but this still comes out the same. It's like picking out of a box. All right, we'll start in the uh, six thousands. I don't have any six thousands. Okay, we can't start there then. Seventy one hundred. I'm only picking him because uh, he's played oh, well here in the past. 
uh, President's Cup captain. I'm going with Zach Johnson. You're going with Zach Johnson and then take a deep sigh. Now, Jackson, I know you know this already, but there are no numbers attached to these names. I'm I all aware. I assume Doug is not going to go over on his total, but... It may not be possible to go over. They're going to be tough to read. These, so are, uh, thin. these are thin. These are thin. They are thin. How did you even cut these? Uh, power of will. Gosh. A. Atwal. <laughs> Arjun Atwal. This is the only term of the year he gets into. <laughs> Atwal. I like his chances. I yeah. like him, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like to pick. I don't, even know how, I don't even know how he still has a card. Iggy, who is your first pick? I'm sorry. Don't put A. Admiral on blast like he did the Swanson frozen food people yesterday. <laughs> uh, Zach Johnson. Thank you. If you could, I don't have a pen, so you can send me the rosters like you always do. Yeah. Uh, still in the uh, 7,000s. I, I am high on this guy all year. He Ooh. lost his card last year, went back to the Corn Ferry Tour, played on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's had three straight top 25 finishes. Ben, Benny on. Benny, how do you spell that last name? A N. <laughs> Benny on. Benny on. Okay, I like Atwal better. He's got a couple of top tens here too. All right, I'll just pick another one. I think Benny on may win this week. Uh, D Redmond. Doc Redmond. D Redmond. Another guy. I don't know how he's got a card. Okay, easy on my club. Billy Horschel is the fourth highest player <laughs> this week. Oh, it's an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> well, Minley, I mean, it, this is, I, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, you know, I, I, mean, I suppose what Sung JM is the favorite, but plus 1,000. But if you wanted to put, if you could spread whatever number you're comfortable, let's say $100 or $200 on betting 10 or 20, relatively speaking, long shots. This is a week where, you know, last week at Riviera, the odds of somebody other than a big name winning pretty slim. For the most part, that's the case at Waste Management with those two fields. But this week, you, there's a really decent chance that somebody you've never heard of wins this thing, and therefore you'd be getting paid off handsomely. It's mm-hmm. a risk-reward, of course, but this is, this is super random. And there's so many of them live right in that area, you'd think more of them would play. Well, well because they're they're playing, it's it's where the schedule falls. Uh, you know, you got waste management and Genesis last week, and then Bay Hill after this. So it's just and been players. hammered by the schedule and players. That's four and, and the players. Events. You're right. So I mean, this is the week they take off, even though it's you know ten minutes from their houses. And the only way you you know whoever the sponsor is going to be next year, because Honda's done. Um, if they want to be in the rotation for being an elevated event, I mean, the sponsor's got to fork up a lot of the money. This is only what. No, it, it's it's got nothing to do with that. Although they have the leverage, sure it's, it does. They got to move it in the calendar. They they can't have it at this date any longer. So there's an open date next year, and my guess is this event will not be in February next year. No, but they or at they least can, in the next couple of years. But if you don't have all four of those elevated events, I mean, there'll be a time when the Phoenix is going to be an elevated event because uh, they're going to change them every year. The sponsors have the option. Uh, goes from a you know. A th- six million dollar event to a 20 million dollar event pga pro or the pga tour put some money in it but the sponsor is putting up the rest of it so if, if the honda stayed and wanted to be an elevated event then the year that maybe the phoenix uh or the genesis or the bay hill aren't an elevated event then those guys wouldn't play that event and chances are they'd play honda because it's an elevated event plus uh the top 20 and i don't know what they call that thing the player points or whatever uh those those top twenty have to play every elevated event. Stop for, saying elevated event and ex- pick another player. Except for one, <laughs> they can only miss one elevated event. Stop a year. saying elevated event. Well, that's what they call it. Okay, designated event. Right? Who's the next player? I thought they changed it to elevated. I don't know. Um, let's go in the eight thousands. 
Let's pick somebody. Adrian Moronk. How do you spell that? He's worth eight thousand. M e r o n k. M e r. Yeah, eighty three hundred because he's a good European tour player. So. Okay, let's see if I can pick some schlepper. All right, I got one here. In Hardy. Nick Hardy. You've had him like every week. Is it, <laughs> yeah, Illinois University of Illinois guy. Yeah. In Hardy. He made the wall of uh, fame there at the new uh, complex there at U of I. They have a new golf complex. It looks sick. Do they really? Yeah, it looks amazing. They just built it. It's phenomenal. Is it nice? It's really, really nice. And my next three players, when you see the prices of these guys, you know how sh crappy this event is. All right. I almost dropped the S. I heard that. Uh, <laughs> at 86, coming in at 8,600. Johnny Vegas. Johnny, old Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas. God, okay. these players are terrible. Well, they're still professional. Wait, wait till you hear my highest price player. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I got C. Yon. Y-U-A-N. Yon. My God. Oh, my God. This may be Why? the worst roster you've ever You still got a chance to win it because hey, spy players well, sure aren't any good either. Yeah, this is all guesswork. Well, it's not guesswork. I did some research. No, oh, it doesn't usually help. Uh, coming in at 9,000, uh, Thomas Dietrich. Thomas Dietrich. What do you got, two more, Doug? I got two more, Doug. Okay, right. let's let's grab These one. last two players. These okay. Big boys. Okay, there's one. Oh, I got one. Oh, uh, S. Harrington. That's uh, Who is that? Patrick Harrington's son. Scott Harrington, I think. Okay. Boy, I like that pick. Well, you're gonna, you're nice. gonna have like nine thousand dollars. He's on just the table. a kid, boy. He might say anything. Uh, and the the last four weeks, this guy would have been in the seven thousands, low seven thousands, the mid seven thousands. What does he know? Uh, he's ninety three hundred. Oh. My highest price player. Who's that? Uh, Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. Well, I had him last week, and he played well. Well, he's played well here in the past, so. Yeah. Well, you're still yeah, guessing. You okay. Okay. G. Chalmers. Greg Chalmers. I don't know. He's got to be pushing 50. He might be 50. Chalmers. Your team sucks. Oh, Doug. it's a nice club. Doug only left $10,800 on the, on the table. <laughs> you, you could. Your well, team is a, so Maybe I'll give, you, I'll give you a, I should give you a seventh pick. No, I won't. Sorry. <laughs> That's a good club. That's I don't mind. You got five missing the cut immediately. I don't, I don't think no, you got possibly. a player that's got a card. Well, how are they playing then? On past <laughs> past winnings, all-time winnings, one-time exemption. All I know is there are 156 players in the field. There were four spots available on Monday qualifying. You know how many people played in the Monday qualifying? How many? 140 for four spots yesterday. Well, did Nagel get into this? I don't think he played. I don't think he tried to Monday qualify. He just spent two weeks overseas. Huh. I think he made one cut. Well, oh. even that's probably enough to keep him out of credit card debt. Which a lot of our listeners are in. But they wouldn't be nice. if they listened to the home loan expert, Ryan Kelly. Average credit card rates are about 19.1%. That's the highest since July of 91. That's absolutely ridiculous. If you're paying 19.1% on your credit card debt, your financial future is really at risk here. 35% of households are taking on new credit to cover just basic expenses. Even more, still paying off their holiday bills. If you're a homeowner, you don't have to live like that. You have equity in your home? Well, sure you do. With a simple cash-out refi, you can pull out that equity, and the home loan expert will give you your cash at closing, and you can pay off that credit card debt. But the most important thing you could do for your financial outlooks. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com and let Ryan Kelly and his fabulous staff 
show you how to get it done. You'll be happy that you win. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. There it is, Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert.com. Doug, here is a call of a Hail Mary winning a football game in Division Two. Okay, yeah. They still playing football? Seems topical? <laughs> this is from 2019. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Jackson keeps sending it over in fun with the audio. I'm like, it's, I guess I got to go to it. It's really good. Four years ago. Happened right. Brandon wants to keep some people off the line of scrimmage. Brenner Pettis trying to get some push. Brenner's going to get it there, no doubt about it. What's going to happen now? That is caught for a touchdown. I don't believe it. Four guys back there. They couldn't stop the play. I don't know who caught it. Oh, it's going to be Justin Davis. What a walk-off win for Ashland. Ashland. I'd like a little more enthusiasm. That is caught for a touchdown. Come on. I don't believe it. It reminded me so much of the left field and gone, <laughs> and I thought that I, I love that. I don't believe it. As it like as he's packing his briefcase, just immediately ready to leave the booth. It's as though the play-by-play guy was a, a dad on the other team. <laughs> I don't believe it. It was Grand Valley State versus Ashland. Oh, I'm sure that was the Grand Valley State announcer. I'm guessing. I don't believe it. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow we can put the Doug Flutie clip in there. Is that the most famous college play of all time? The Doug Flutie Hail Mary? Good question. No, the band? Vince Young. Uh, kick six. Uh, Missouri beating Arkansas based on the head coach's reaction. Yeah, Missouri oh, beating yeah. Florida. That looked uh, like you just won the yeah. SEC. No, I'm think, sure it depends on how old you are. I think Tim nailed it. I think the, the band. Nice way to nail it, Tim. <laughs> well, I mean, to, no problem. I enjoy wasn't nailing a, things. How there wasn't a penalty. The guy's running through the band and there's no penalty. It's Vince Young in USC, because that was the greatest college football game of all time. The race to the pylon there? One of them. The, not one of them, Doug. It's the greatest game of all time. Oh. I, there, I, I don't want to hear any argument for a second. There okay, Natty. That, that's the one. The hype of it all, the athletes that were on that field came down to the last second. Well, like the Auburn run back game. with the Alabama miss field goal. Yeah, kick six. That's a nice play, Iggy. That's what I, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I give Jackson credit. I think he said it. <laughs> None of us heard of it. <laughs> I was on. I, Ox was off. It? Yeah, Ox was off for it. I guess. Mm. Oh. But that was just a game. This is now. I'm, I'm talking national championship. Well, that game was. To, that was. A, well, we're just talking, we're talking yeah. game. We don't care if it's for the national championship or not. Well, for my age group, I think it's the Flutie Hail Mary. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the first time we actually saw a Hail Mary work. Didn't that game invent the word Hail Mary as a play? I don't think so. I think that was invented by, uh, didn't the, the Cowboys throw the first one to Drew Pearson in a playoff win over, over I Minnesota? I think Darnell Coles did, actually. It was Darnell Coles. I, I want to say it was a Roger Staubach bomb to Drew Pearson right at the end to beat the Vikings in a playoff, and that's where that whole Hail Mary thing started. Well, we'll look it up. Nice yeah. dunk on drink, guys. You got him. Awesome. Nailed. Mm. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. Uh, that dude's a drink apologist. <laughs> and I'm looking it up. The first article I click on from looks like Bleach Report or Sports Illustrated, number one, Texas USC. Number one college game of all time? Yeah, and then kick six. Auburn, what game? Alabama. We're talking about we're talking about best play. Right, now, I thought it was game. I mean, regardless, that, right? Like we just said game, the best game oh, of all time. I, I, I said, the best, said, I said the, best the best play, and you took it to the best game, which is fine. It's your prerogative. I guess the kick Doug, it can be two different topics weaving in and out. Right. It absolutely could. That kick six was good then. And we got all of that from a Prairie View A&M State 
mm-hmm. junior college team? I don't believe That's correct. It. <laughs> don't take much for us to come up with the topic. <laughs> yeah, Hunchback of Vaughn Castle wasn't happy with my audio work there. That is caught for a touchdown. I don't believe it. Mm. Jackson, that was awful. Jackson is having a rough week. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Yeah. KG in O-Town says that call gave him goosebumps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, if I can just get one person to get some feeling out of an it, audio clip. It made you feel like we were right there in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could do a weekly, uh, daily segment, worst call of the day. Just go to awful announcing. They're all over the place. Well, I like our friend. What, what's his name? Joey Zanabone. Yeah, I like him. Sorry, I'm emailing myself a clip that <laughs> Buck Swope sent me. Has Zanaboni oh, landed sure a, a big job the in the Frank, off season? The Frank, uh, it is. yeah, this. I think work. Zamboni didn't get hired by anybody. Not at least didn't. not this off. Well, maybe next maybe year. Get the kids dressed for school. Maybe make them breakfast. Maybe go to work. What are you talking about? What are we bro? talking about here? Uh, Swoop just sent Plowsy a clip it of Frank. I needed it. He gave it to me. <laughs> okay. And we're downloading it to the system now. Yeah, you have to listen to it first before you put it on the Hell air. Hell no. Oh. Not with Swoop. Okay, you trust him. Bulletproof. You trust him. You're going to play it now? That was amazing, Jackson. Keep him coming. Yeah. That's from Mr. Licks. Boy, that sounded like it was uh, not as sincere as, it's, as it's, you would hope. It's, yeah. it's tough to pick up context on a, uh, on a text, but somehow I did, and that seemed like that was <laughs> not authentic. But, hey, I'll take compliments however I can get them. All right, that clip. Uh, we received a memo from the desk of Inspector Nose Siren. Just wanted to mention I'm on day nine of not commenting on the fan page. If somebody, anybody wants to be back, please mention something on the fan page. I will see it the moment it pops up. Then I will return. But I need you to beg me first. In the meantime, you guys see what Natty Nate said and what Joe R. responded with. And then the gift from Derek B. Thanks. That's from I Got an Apartment. You guys can use some <laughs> masturbate in oh. while I'm at work. He's under the mat. No. <laughs> well, Natty Nate posted on his own face, on his own page, and I don't think I brought up the fan page, and I don't think I've stated in the last two weeks that, oh, I don't comment on the fan page anymore. Listen, it's Ned Reynolds on the fan yeah, page. I don't, I don't think I've, I've commented on it because I don't really care. Did that start in Jamaica? I don't know when it started. I really don't. Women wanted to be like him, and guys wanted to be with him. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Thanks. I don't know. Arnie was he was good. I don't know if guys want to be with him. Uh, Arnie's still <laughs> the last guy to shoot his age on the PGA Tour. I think Sam Snead did. But Arnie would have been after Sam Snead, right? I think he shot a 71 when he was 71. That's right. unbelievable. Didn't yeah. Sam Snead punch somebody or get punched? No, I got the whole thing wrong. I thought it was Chops and I don't what? know who it was. What do you mean he thought it was Chops? Uh, hey, Sam Snead was in the studio one day and he said, punch me in the stomach, and I thought it was Chops. What do you mean? You, you mistook Sam Snead for Chops? No, there was somebody else in there, and but I think it was uh, I think it was Ric Flair that gave uh, Chops uh, one of his Ric Flair Chops on the chest. Yeah. I don't know. So who hit Sam Snead when he was 85 years old? <laughs> I don't know. I, I know Jay was in there. I don't know who else was in there. Was Did he that, recover at all, or was that the end stomach? of it? I, I don't remember. It's a long time ago. Yeah. I think you would remember hitting a legend like Sam Snead, who's really I did. I didn't hit 80 him. 80-something. <laughs> Somebody did. I don't know who it was. Does he still hold the record for most tournament wins? Or did Tiger win that? Tied with Tiger. 82, I believe. And you still punched him. 
He asked. Yeah, I didn't coming. punch him. He asked somebody to punch him in the stomach <laughs> to show how good a shape he was still in. Yeah. But I don't know who it was. That seems like a risky thing to do at almost any age. Well, I didn't ask to do it. I wouldn't ask somebody to punch me in the stomach. No. Sam Snee was born in 1912. Yeah. Slamming Sammy. Yeah, that's, a, that's just a nuts year to be born. Like, going 1912 to 2002. And he came to your radio show with the express intent to get punched? <laughs> I don't even know why he was there. Oh. I really don't. He was in town for something, I guess. And, you know, as always, Jay can get anybody in the studio when yeah. it comes to golf. And came by the studio. Don't have a picture with him. Don't remember who punched him. Who's the biggest name athlete that's ever been in our studios? Would it be him? Have to be in studio? Yeah. We had Kimbo Slice, I remember. He's not clearly not Kimbo in Kimbo Slice? Yeah. That's the only one I could think of off the top yeah, of my head. We've had all those. We've had Goldberg in. We've had Kevin Nash in. Well, we've not had on this Flair, show. We've had Hulk Hogan in. You're going back to your KFNS You said who's, who's the biggest guest <clears throat> we've had in the studio? Well, for for this show. You said, would it be Sam Snee? Well, Sam Snee wasn't on our show. No. Okay, for any show that you've been on. I don't know. I'd have to think about it because we've had a ton of people in. I was always good about getting guests in when I produced. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Off yeah. the top of my head, I can't think. Okay. I mean, at the time, Goldberg was as big as it got in wrestling. You punch him in the stomach? I didn't even know who he was. No. I wasn't following wrestling at the time. No. He's just walking around looking at the pictures on the wall, and I just, I don't know what to call him. Bill? Goldberg, you're up. He just walked in the studio. Yeah. Decent guy? He was. I started watching wrestling because of him. He was kind of cool. Then I went to a strip club. Uh, guys, Sinbad uh, is the answer. Thanks. That's from the 830 record. I would think. No, not even close. Although we play it quite a bit, but yeah. he wouldn't be the biggest. <laughs> Does Caden Cross count as an athlete? That's from Dingle My Berries. Well, different sort of athlete. Yeah. If you count pro wrestlers, I think you got to count stag starlets. Well, we have Hulk Hogan in. Paul Hogan's alive. Yeah. That's a good play. He'd we probably got, be it. Larry got. Nickel gave him the once-over. Yeah. Didn't he keep grilling them about the Foreman Krill thing? He did. Mm. <laughs> God, yeah. Listen, brother. It cost him how many millions? <laughs> it's like 300 million. <laughs> millions and millions of dollars it cost him. I remember we had Rick <laughs> Flair in studio, and we brought him back in the production room afterwards to cut some promos for the shows. And uh, all we do is write down the show. I said, you can just add live it, you know, whatever you want to say. Woo! And you're listening to, here's the call letters. That's all we gave him, and he, he ripped through about eight of them. And we got lambasted by the program director because we didn't write out a script for him. So, well, he did it fine. And well, that's just, kind of who he was. That was his whole career is yeah, to get in front of the mic. We didn't type up all the stuff for Rick to read. He just ad-libbed it. Oh. I said, why would you care? He did him fine. Get in my office. You got a dressing down, did you? Three of us did. Me, Stolly, and I think Frank Ladd, maybe. They know. yelled at you. Yeah, he ripped us for some reason. A new Rusty? Yeah, we had no clue what we were doing back there. Mm. You're still kind of bitter about it, though, aren't you? Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big hour for Frank. Mm -hmm. That's a really good yeah. job. Most he's been on in a while. Wow, that's good. That's a big name porn stars, huh? Caden's been in. Well, they don't count. 
Brie Olson came to events. I don't think they count. Yes, you did. Yes, she did. Got sideways with us. Uh, guys, Donnie Most is the only answer. Mm. And it's also pretty entertaining to watch Plowsy Doom Scroll Twitter live on YouTube. That's from Glove Blogger Tom Traven. Doug, what does Doom Scroll mean? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I have means. no idea what Doom Scroll is. I'm just perusing through it. We've never had Donnie Most in studio. Yeah. Well, we've had a Donnie Most on our show. I interviewed him, but we didn't have him in studio. He interned for us. Yeah, he said, I go by Don now. So. Oh, I bet you he changed his <laughs> yeah. name after our internship. Well, wasn't his name not even close to Donnie Most? Well, no, it wasn't. Somebody <laughs> said he looked like Donnie Most. Then he sat in the And he corner. probably understood that 30, 40-year-old reference. He <laughs> sat in the corner and just typed up show notes the entire time. I remember when I interviewed him, he goes, uh, I go by Don Most now. I go, really? Our intern? Well, you got upset with him that that, that, that was his name? I said, really? That's what I, all I ask, because you're known as Donnie Most. That was a joke on Family Guy, wasn't it? He, like, rises from the ground, and he goes, I go by Don now. Yeah, but he, he actually did that in the interview. I go by Don now. Okay. All right. I'll edit it out. Let's start over. Three, two, one. Don Most. You didn't need to count. It's easier for the person editing it, and he knows where to start. Some people, like uh, Matthew McConaughey, won't go by anything but Matthew. He can't call him Matt. Uh-uh. Chris Long did an interview, and he said, no, I had to go find Matthew. <laughs> call me Alexander. Remember Alexander Steen? Somebody goes, hey, Alex. Oh, yeah. Call me Alexander. <laughs> I like that. Doug, you used to throw around nicknames in the locker room, wouldn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't. But I remember... Uh, you never really understood that or found it no, to be comfortable. I don't think that's appropriate for that. And I share that with you. To be calling the hockey players by their nicknames. Steener. <laughs> Yeah, if you're covering a team or you're, you don't use nicknames. I remember Malcolm Briggs once walked into the Blues locker room and, and said, "Hey, Oatsy," and, he, and Adam Oates responded by saying, "My friends call me Adam." <laughs> That's so weird. Okay, got five minutes, Goldie. No, I don't think you should do that as a as a media guy. No, I don't either. Nice. Nice. Okay, well that's yeah, settled. we all agree. Certainly that's settled now. That won't stop. I don't, I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't think a lot of them do it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Jackson, uh, a lot of people love Muggsy, though, don't they? Bingo, Tim. I mean, a anyone who's put on a pair of Muggsies will tell you. I've had multiple listeners either DM me or talk to me in person saying, like, hey, I bought a pair of those Muggsies. They really are a special pant. And I said, you know, I'm not lying to you. These are quality pants with this insane stretch material. It moves and grooves with you. It gives you airflow down below. It keeps your nuts nice and toasty in the winter, but it feels like they're on vacation in the summer. Mm. It's really the best of both worlds, on top of them being super stylish and comfortable. You don't have to compromise when you put on a pair of Muggsies. And it's not just jeans. Of course, they got the world-famous jeans, but they got joggers that I love to wear. They got the shorts. They got chinos. They got cashmere. They got jackets. They got flannel staples that every guy needs in their 
closets, go check it out. I mean, you're going to go on their website, you're going to scroll, and you're going to see like three or four different kind of pants or accessories or, you know, jackets, flannels that you might like. You throw them all into your cart, and then when you go check out, you use the promo code TMA, and that gets you 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, you're going to head to Muggsy.com, you're going to shop around, you're going to throw all the items you want in your cart, you're going to use the promo code TMA, 10% off your entire order. Free your balls once and for all, and experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. There it is. Muggsy, right. wonderful sponsor of the program. Just like Appliance Discounter, sponsor of our 8 o'clock hour. Don't forget, President's Day sale goes on all month. 80,000 square foot warehouse, clearing it out with great deals for you on everything appliance-related. The AppliancedDiscounters.com, sponsor of 8 o'clock hour. Design Air is the sponsor of the email of the day. The Design Air heating and cooling email of the day comes your way at 845. And Jeremy Rutherford will be with us at 9 o'clock. And that is your captain's log here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After is JR is brought to you by Mark Hanna every Wednesday here on TMA. TMA app contest. If you haven't downloaded the TMA app, my goodness, you got to do it. It's got everything for you. You can listen to old shows, live stream the shows, and of course, podcast the day's shows as well. It's all there plus the TMA app contest. We have two of them going on right now. Win tickets to Evolution Festival, August 26th and 27th in Forest Park. Live music from the Black Keys, Brandy Carlisle, Ice Cube, and more. And then the TMA App Contest. Win four tickets to St. Louis University versus Dayton on Friday, March 3rd. It's the Billiken Blue Out featuring a rally towel giveaway for the first 5,000 fans. Plus, Red Panda will be performing at halftime. You can enter to win those on the TMA STL app. There it is. All there for you on the TMA STL app. You can watch the program. You can't see me. I'm in my basement. No. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping to be back in tomorrow. What are you wearing? Uh, but you, uh, let's see. Black sweatpants and just my nipple rings. Oh, gosh. Ooh, you like it, boy. No. Both of them, you have, you have two nipple rings? I do. Mm. You know, Abigail Mack uh, took hers out. I, I did not know that, no. Yeah, she said she injured, uh, I think she got one caught on her sports bra when she was working out, and then one of of the nipples got infected, so now she took them out, and it really sucks. I would think that that would happen every day, something like that. You rocking barbells, Tim, or studs? Whatever you want me to, boy. Oh, he's got both (laughs) pair. The Prince Albert. Ooh, bad boys everywhere in those studios. Yeah. Hey, Tim, I don't know if they're on the... uh, I don't think they're on the log today, but I had the uh, Andrea's barbecue sauce last night. <laughs> I did too. Oh my god! Oh really? Yeah, very good. God I Almighty, it's it the best I've ever had, and I'm not just exaggerating. Sweet, tangy, great flavor. Oh my god! I put it. I didn't do the steak last night. I did a ham steak from Brush Creek, and I uh, put it in the oven, and then I basted it with this barbecue sauce. Oh my god, it's good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm about to take more. There's a case here. I'm oh. going to take a few more. Okay. We're going to marinate some wings. Well, you'll like it for sure. Wingy, wingy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So highly recommend. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I forgot to take mine home yesterday, and I, I had some chicken, and I, I was pissed because I was like, I wanted to dunk in the barbecue sauce. I had to settle for like a weak-ass buffalo sauce. Yeah, that is weak. That ish is weak. You should have come back to the station, got the sauce, and gone back home. Yeah. Yeah. 
40-minute round trip. Yes. With some sauce. This sauce I is worth it. it. I am the sauce boss. Yeah. That's right. I would have. I would have forgotten it. It's going in my backpack right now. I'm, I'll I'm put not it in my lunch it. pail. <laughs> you pack Don't a lunch pail. Put it right in the pail. It's kind of depressing seeing the lunch pail. I mean, it's, I'm glad you're improving your health, but seeing the lunch pail sans cigarettes. Yeah, there's was, no, no ciggies dangling on the outside pouch. You completely always, over that now? You over the? I don't know if I'll ever be over it, but you still struggle with it, with the cravings. Every day, dude. Yeah. Really? Every day. You'll get over that. That'll fade. It'll fade eventually. Yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of like social and environmental triggers. Like you know, like during a break, you'd usually go smoke. So that's when the craving is the most. Driving serious. is driving. Driving's 100% the hardest. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. It's just natural. Like when you, I mean, as a smoker, I mean natural in general, just as a smoker, they can probably attest that that's, that's a challenge. Mm. So there are certain situations certainly that are still a struggle. How long has it been now since you quit? Well, I had to restart the clock because of Jamaica. Oh. Um, but whatever it was since we ended up landing, I don't know when we, it was so long ago now it seems like, so probably a few weeks, yeah. give or take. Well, that's good. Yeah, you and I showed a dart after the flight. Yeah, yeah. Again, like the Jamaica trip was uh, fun, but I kind of knew that that was going to be something that could you couldn't come you up. couldn't hold up to that kind couldn't, of pressure. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. There's no pressure involved. Uh, certainly uh, enjoyed myself though. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get over them. I love the damn things and had a great run with them. So. But think how much money you're saving, if nothing else. No, I get Doug. I get it. There's a lot of positives, but. As a smoker, as a 17-year vet in the game. Yeah. Iggy, have you ever thought about quitting? Oh, I did for a period of time. For about uh, five months. How about now? No, I enjoy smoking. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's probably no... easiest to quit in the winter, right? Because you're not having to go outside in the freezing cold. I feel like if like you're going to quit, the winter would be the good time to do so. Yeah, i got my bathroom. <laughs> got your bathroom. You just go in your bathroom and you smoke there? I turn on the fan, I light a cigarette, and I smoke. And that's only if it's really chilly. If it's like 10 degrees. I'm not doing I mean, if it's year. 25, I'll go outside and smoke. I don't care. But I mean, if it's brutally cold outside with the wind bashing in the face and it's 10 below zero. No. Into the bathroom. No. That is nothing better than opening a red stripe, sitting on my lanai, smoking a cigarette. I, I'm not sure it's a lanai. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the Golden Girls had. Is there any lanais in St. Louis? It's a vomit balcony. Doesn't a lanai have to have <laughs> no, a roof downstairs. over it and a screen around it or something? I don't know. I call it a lanai. I'm sure it's just a patio, but... Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a stoop as much as anything. No, no, I'm just sitting oh, here and listening. Gotcha. I'm learning. I, I, I felt bad. I didn't know if we had a drop situation oh. or a... Or a drop and load situation. Now, if I, if I were bolting, I would, uh, I would let you guys know either on the air or via our group text. With a picture... <laughs> with a, with a cockpit. We don't need that. <laughs> That'd be so funny if that was how intimate we were. Like, but we're not. We to, <laughs> but we're not. Every time we went to the facility, we had a group chat ready. We're we're not that intimate, and with no plans to be. We're simply co-workers. Oh, you know we're friends. I know you'll never admit it, but you know we're friends. Well, I I think co-workers is how we need to keep it. <laughs> Well, All right. I'm looking for a date for Sunday night to go to Bush if anybody's interested. Married women, step up. <laughs> I've, already, I've already asked two and they can't go. Both married? Uh, one of them. What did you say you wanted to go to? Bush. Well, I'm going regardless because I'm going. My friend Rita Ray Rocks is coming in from Nebraska. 
Is she the one that was a big fan of Bush? She is. She wrote the book, the groupie book. Okay. Where she said she couldn't sleep with Bon Jovi because she had already had an appointment to bang the singer from Rat. She was on our air. Appointment. <laughs> I, I love that schedule then. Bang Rat. No, she's coming in with a, <laughs> she's coming in with a girlfriend for the show. So, so the concert is this Sunday. So I'm going with those two, but I got it. Four tickets, so if anybody wanted to go, let me know. This Sunday. This Sunday. And it's, it's you said Bush. It can't be at Bush. The name of the band is Bush. Oh. The horse's name is Gavin Rossdale. Where's the concert? Pageant. Oh. And you can't find a date. Well, I haven't really looked. I asked two people, and that's, that's, the, extent of it. that's the extent of it. No, looking would be I'd be making a bunch of calls. You're just browsing now? Yeah, it's like my brother back when we were in Window high school. shopping. When I was a sophomore, he was a freshman, and we were going to the drive-in, and me and Gary Cruz got a date in like one second. We made a call. Yeah, I'll go. Then my brother couldn't find a date. He was in the McGrath grade school directory trying to find a date for a drive-in. Really? That's, that's kind of like, I'm not going to go that route. Where I'm going to call 30 people. From your grade school? He did. Isn't that kind of an awkward conversation? <laughs> well, I mean, he was in ninth grade, so you're calling an eighth grader. Who oh. cares? But he couldn't find anybody from the high school, so he went to the McGrath, which is a <laughs> went to grade, the grade school. school. He's getting the grade school director trying to find girls to go to driving with him. That was grade school, kindergarten through eighth grade. Uh, I think third through eighth grade. Got I it. think. Well, what about first and second grade? I think that's, that's grade school. I th think it's called something else. Primary school. I don't know. It's grade school. Grade school for me was kindergarten through fifth grade. Yeah. All right. What about sixth, seventh, and eighth, Doug? That's middle, middle school. school. It's not grade school? No. no, middle school. I guess if you go to a, a, a private Catholic school, that might still be considered grade school. But for the public kids, that's middle school. Well, he was reaching into the McGrath directory to try to find a date for a drive. <laughs> Never found it either. I'm not it? going as far as to make all these calls. If I've made two, that's enough. I mean, I have two dates, but I have an extra ticket. So if anybody wants to go. Where is it at? Pageant. Pageant. Okay. So if this 53-year-old is bringing candy. <laughs> well, I'm 65. So. If a if a if a wonderful lady were to call and offer herself as a date to go to this concert for this band that no one's heard of, you'd say sure. <laughs> uh, some. Yeah. How about a blind date? Would not you accept all. a blind date? No, you don't mm. take a blind date to a concert. Why not? Oh, I think that's a good blind date. I don't think so. Because then, if you don't like her, you don't really have to talk. Yeah. It's so loud, you can't talk anyway. Well, it's tough to have a but blind I, date nowadays. You like to talk on a blind date. It's not much of a blind date if you don't want to talk to her. Well, if, if, it's, if you're disappointed, though, this, it's an excuse not to talk much. That's why going to a movie is a good first date. Oh, I hard disagree. If, it, if it's hard to talk with them, if it's hard to get a conversation going, then at least you can watch the movie. I agree on that part, but with the first day of the movie, you, like, you don't know what to do. Do you throw your arm around? No. Not? no. Yeah, exactly. So then you're just sitting there not talking. Like You don't know the person once the movie is over. Like you don't know them any better. No, but if you think you'd want to, then you go out somewhere and you talk. Yeah, if you follow it up with a bad, drink or maybe some ice cream. Ice cream. If it's if it's bad, you just Why say, you okay, say it that's like it. that. Yeah, like ice what? cream. Doug, did you have a problem with the I way did. Jackson yeah. emphasized the second syllable in the phrase ice cream? And it angers me more the more I think about it. <laughs> ice cream. Now, why are you saying it like that? I, I think it's. I just like it. Like it's more important. Yeah, or iced cream. Don't say iced. <laughs> I think it's fun. Now there's a D. Give me that D. <laughs> but yeah, I think like if I think a concert would be really good because like it's a big crowded environment. And you're like hanging out and drinks. You know, dinner or drinks like one on one can be tough sometimes. But you bring a crowd into it, it can be kind of fun. 
No, you don't bring a crowd because that honey could fall for one of your homeboys. Oh. Don't do it. But I'll pretty much be by myself because I know that Rita has seen Bush like 70 times. Even though she's met him almost every time, they pay for the VIP to go backstage and say hi to him every show. She did that in St. Louis this summer when they were here with Breaking Benjamin and Allison Chains. What's that cost? I think I think I think Bush is only like 140 bucks. What does a big name act cost? Like to oh. go see Gaga, like you did? I don't know. She doesn't do VIPs. She doesn't charge. But, but if she did, what would it cost? Twenty five hundred. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Taylor Swift's about the same. Um, but she. I don't think we have tickets. I think we have general admission because I don't think we have the. Uh, I don't think we have the uh, suite. Um, so it's you know you're on the floor, and she's one of these people who just has to be up in the stage. So her and a girlfriend would be running up to the front of the stage and trying to get to the side of the stage. And I'm not doing all that. No. Oh, no you're past that. Yeah. Oh, so I'm pretty much be standing there by myself. Now, if you're a beautiful <laughs> girl, I imagine if you want that backstage pass, you just walk up and bat your eyelashes and they let you in? Back in the day, that's what she did as a groupie. That's why she wrote the book. All these band members she slept with. Because hmm. back then it was different. Band members would just hang out at the bar at the hotel. And everybody knew what hotel they were at. Um, so she'd just go to the hotel and hang out and catch the eye of a singer or she would do sexual favors to bouncers to get backstage. Mm. Did you ever do that? No. Oh, I'd do that. Um, I was kidding with her when I got her the tickets. Uh, last time she came into town to see Bush this summer and I met her at the hotel and her and a girlfriend and we hugged and said hello. I said, now, I know you've done some things to get backstage. What do I get for tickets? And she kind of laughed. You wanted you wanted a sexual favor in return for the tickets. Well, you got. I was kidding because that was halfway kidding. A lot of her book was talked about how she got backstage. Yeah. And what did she say about your offer? She laughed, and I laughed, and then I went around the corner and punched it. I beg your pardon. Punched a wall. Oh, no, I thought I you meant that was a term for like. Beating I did too. <laughs> I just turned around, went over there, and punched, punched it out. It. Yeah. Wow. No, she's a sweetheart. I, I enjoy that she she likes music so much and she enjoys just going to concerts so um she's a big fan of bush i just don't know why you would pay <laughs> to meet him every time i mean she's been to six bush concerts she's, in the last ho she's six hoping months. that he says oh you're back great let's go out now no, that's what she's hoping for no i just but she every and she takes pictures with him every time she's got like why do you keep paying 140 bucks to go back and take the same picture i don't know i may be immature but I will laugh every time you say, man, she loves Bush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lesbian gal. I don't know why. Well, she's so she's seen Bush me. 70 times. <laughs> she's seen Bush. She'll pay 140 bucks to see Bush. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm so dumb. But, yeah. God, it's just funny as hell. I'm a big Bush fan. <laughs> no, I like Bush. I'm looking forward to this. What kind of they music they good. play, these they guys? Yeah, alternative. You know, I didn't know they followed Corn at the... What was it, the 99 Woodstock? What was it that? Remember that documentary that was on yeah. Netflix about, I think they were the ones that followed. Corn? Either Corn or it was Limp Biscuit. No, I think Limp Biscuit pretty much ended the. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't realize Bush was as popular and as old in terms of how long they've been around. Yeah. He was married to Gavin Rosdale, who's the lead singer of Bush. Um, was married to. Um, Gwen Stefani at one time. Oh, was he? Yeah. My little sister went to their uh, second wedding. Not really wedding. She went to the reception. 
they got married in England, and then they had a second reception for friends back in the States in L.A., and my sister just happened to know one of her friends and said, I'll get you in and come with me. So, Who are we talking about now? Gavin Newsom? Gavin Ross. Gavin Ross. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Gwen Stefani. Yeah, okay. When they were married. All right. Did you know Cal Basketball, the Bears, they're 3-24 and 24 this year? Are they really? What? That's crazy. Let's just go right into that. Why don't you hit the hijack music for yourself? Well, I just was looking at, like... I just got whiplash with the change of subjects there. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, good morning. The Cal Bears now you basketball. have some semblance of an idea of what the show is like when you're not here. Thank you. That's from Mr. Lennox. <laughs> you do have an idea of what we do. And it's yeah, what's wrong? I didn't, I didn't know we covered the, the Cal Golden Bears. And i got to be honest with you, I had no idea there were 3-24, and 24, so that's, I learned something. That's, that's a pretty bad club. That's a long way from Jason Kidd. Doug, was that 1994 when they come to St. Louis? I don't and know the years, the, Tim. I don't know the years. They had a good run with Jason Kidd. Yeah, they did. Dennis Gates, a Cal Golden Bear. Really? You play there? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's nice time. clearly we should spend more time talking about the California Bears. We basketball. should spend more time hey, on uh, the Doug, off. real quick on colonoscopies, although I don't want to get back to Cal. Cal. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I, I think I've been told I can't drink anything now at all. Is that, does that, is that, uh, does that maybe. resonate I think, with you? I think they want you to like suck on ice chips or something if you get real thirsty. That's about it. Like I'd really like some water, but I don't want to go against the law. But maybe just the, the tiniest of little slurps. Nah. Nah. Have you I, ever had one of these? Sure. I was with Doug. Do you know back, anything on the water? I was with Doug back in the day where you, it tasted like the very first Gatorade they made. Remember how disgusting that was? and, you know. Thick. And they came out with different flavors, so it was worth taking. Yeah. Didn't mind, so it's kind of like what they do now. But no, I don't remember if I drank or not. I think once I'm within four hours, and I'm only a couple hours away now, that uh, I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, they said don't drink anything. That my uh, my guidance paper is uh, is on the other side of the basement, so I got, I'll take a gander at the commercial break to see. Yeah. Oh, but doing? I'm parched. I'm as dehydrated as the day is long. Are you? I think I was yeah, told that's ice just the nature chips. Of the beast. Ice chips was the, yeah. was the move. My dad just said, stay away from the water pre Okay, there you go. There's good counsel. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just dig in here. Be over soon. Yeah, just yeah. do what That's they tell you, you to do. do. Yeah, I got I to gotta listen. Uh, all right. Uh, you guys are going to be handling uh, the JR thing gotcha, uh, gotcha. because otherwise it's going to be we'll be stepping all over each other with me on a remote broadcast and questions and so on. So uh, Jeremy Rutherford brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is coming your way at 9 o'clock. Two-part questions. Welcome. 314-881-TMA5. Send your emails in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Following Jeremy Rutherford, I will be back from my basement studios. Doug, Iggy, the Plowhawk, and Jackson are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. 9 o'clock hour coming your way with Jeremy Rutherford and the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After.